Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Donald Trump's in the news. Boy, there's a change. Uh, of course, uh, with some of the statements that uh, Trump made and uh, some of the meetings he had at uh, the World Economic Summit that was held in uh, Switzerland earlier this week. But today, uh, actually yesterday, the New York Times is reporting that, uh, that Donald Trump tried to fire uh, Special Prosecutor uh, Robert Mueller who, uh, of course, is overlooking the uh, concerns about uh, possible election uh, hanky-panky that went on last November. Uh, Trump has often suggested and hinted that he'd like to get rid of him, and apparently he tried to at one point, according to the uh, the Times. Uh, not surprisingly, the president is denying all of this stuff. Joining us to talk about this, Laura Babcock, president of uh, Power Group. Thanks for coming in today. Good to see you today. That's my pleasure. This is a big story for those people out there who have Trump-Russia fatigue or Trump fatigue generally. This is significant because this isn't about just simply musing or his right to fight back or his desire to always, you know, uh, put out there what are possibilities. And he's a guy who obviously likes to fire and have control and loyalty. This is where they actually have reporting coming out of the Mueller investigation where people inside the White House said definitively that Trump ordered it and that it was actually the White House counsel who said, no, I'm not going to do it, right? And this brings back these memories of the Saturday Night Massacre with Nixon when he tried to fire all the way down the line. And when they drew that analogy, and you've talked about it in past segments here, uh, people said, oh, he's not that stupid. Even Trump would learn from history. Uh, he won't do what Nixon did. Apparently he tried. Yeah, and it's really interesting that I believe it's Don McGahn, the White House counsel, yeah. you know, that's managed to survive all of this. When you look at what happened to Sally Yates and you look at what happened to, um, is it Preet Bahara, the uh, New York attorney general, who was working on, I think, a money laundering case or at least some case, uh, and, and he lost his job. And then you look at the firing of Comey, which actually Steve Bannon said so clearly was, he thought, one of the biggest political mistakes in modern times. And of course, Steve Bannon now is out of the Trump circle. But he recognized that the firing of Comey would set off a chain reaction. And I think now we're seeing that with Mueller and the attempt then to fire Mueller, people thought oh, he would never do it, it would set off a constitutional crisis, all these other warnings that didn't apparently stop Trump. And this is this is so this is new. This is an actual action that he's tried to take. And when you look at it, with all the other stories of the week, about declaring war on the FBI from Fox News and this story that came out about this, this Nunes memo and the secret society at the FBI. And there's so much, if you put it all together, there seems to be a real panic uh, about this Mueller investigation. And of course, we know that there's an imminent interview or at least uh, testimony sought from Trump under oath coming up in a couple of weeks. I'm trying to put context to this. And uh, I read the story, obviously, in the Times. And time and place, and they suggest this happened last summer, which was the time when Trump was firing people. That was the the, the summer of the Friday afternoon firings, and there Mm -hmm. were a a series of them. Mm -hmm. And and the Times story indicates that this was actually one of them. And and apparently, I guess, as you mentioned, a relatively new member of of his legal team was the one that basically said, you can't do that. Right, and apparently in the story, he was also thinking about firing Rosenstein, who was Mueller's effective boss after Jeff Sessions recused himself. Now, it could be that Trump is just used to having people he gets to pick and hire and expects loyalty, and and that's coming from that business model. And he was elected to go up and change things. And so I think we will see from him that he is saying, listen, why can't I fight back? Why can't I have my own people in place? You know, I can understand his frame of reference going into Washington. It's a very different set of rules. What's really fascinating is the impact this is having on him at Davos, right? So it's the first time a president's gone to the World Elite Summit in Switzerland since Clinton way back in the day. 
And there was a big crowd, packed crowd, to listen to Trump a few minutes ago. And at the end, when he was doing his questions, uh, Q&A with the crowd, he brought up fake news. And there was booing and hissing from the global elites at the president of the United States at Davos. That's not insignificant because, you know, just a few minutes earlier, he, when asked about this Mueller, uh, this Mueller firing, uh, he said, you know, it's fake news. And so you can see that he is running out of, at least on a global level, this, this ability to pivot that everything is fake. That when there's so much smoke, people start to look at it and say, hold on a sec, there's fire. So at very least, this New York Times story that he called fake news is taking him off message at Davos when he's trying to be, you know, Mr. Sell America. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.